All right. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you guys can hear me. Um, I wonder if my mic is working. Uh, I'm going to assume it is. I'm going to assume it is. But happy Friday, everyone. GM, GM, GM. Or good afternoon or good evening, wherever you guys are around the world. Today, we have a very, very special Twitter space with none other than the PoonDX team. Um, it's going to be a very, very insightful one. We're going to talk about all things PoonD and Tron integration. Um, along with the utility behind it and how uh, Web3 is being pushed to the masses. So uh, without further ado, let's get started um, with the Twitter space. And again, or I should say X space. Um, so let's get started. Uh, let's have the Pundi team, starting with Zach, uh, introduce themselves. And then we'll, we will take it from there. Hello, hello, everyone. I think everyone hears me, right? So... A very good af good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. So right now I'm sitting in Singapore. So good evening to everyone. So really excited to be here today and especially speaking with Tron. And one of the reasons why it's so special is because we actually have a lot of utility on our OTC device, which is our Expos. And lots of people are actually using Tron through our Expos. And we have today with us uh, me, uh, as Sam said, I'm the co-founder and CEO of PundiX, but we also have two at two very special guests with us today, uh, which is one, our general manager of PundiX Turkey, which is also our master franchisee, Hakan, which is based in Istanbul, as well as two merchants, uh, PundiX eCenter and also Zine. And three of them will actually share with us some of the very interesting use case that is being used using Tron through our Expos, which we feel that by some metric is actually the world's biggest physical crypto exchange store. And the reason why Hakan, Zion and eCenter is here is because we have seen a huge usage and growth in Turkey, which is a very special, I believe, for us as well as Tron. So a little bit about PundiX. So uh, we co-founded PundiX six years ago, and in fact, Right now, as of last week, it is our sixth anniversary. So we call that PundiX6. So for those of you who want to hashtag, we do really welcome you to hashtag us PundiX6. And throughout these six years, what we have been doing is really to get adoption globally, wherever the country is, from Singapore to Turkey and anywhere in between, really. And what do we mean by adoption? It is really to get people to be able to use crypto, to be able to spend crypto as, be, as easy as buying a bottle of water wherever you are. You can go to a convenience store to buy your favorite drinks, or you can even go to a gold pawn shop to buy your favorite gold piece using Expos. So what is Expos? Expos is really a device, a very slick and beautiful device where people can actually just tap and buy crypto or also spend crypto. Uh, to the average eyes, it looks like a very beautiful point-of-sale terminal, but the essence is that it supports uh, crypto, buying and selling, and of course, we are technology agnostic, we are blockchain agnostic, and we are really glad that we have been able to support Tron. And for the Tron listeners out there, Tron is not just like any blockchain, it is actually one of the most used um, blockchain on our network, if not the most used. So 
really glad that we actually managed to connect with Tron um, like on a personal level recently in Token 2049 um, that we managed to speak to Stephen and Stephen helped and also, of course with the team helped manage to set this thing up. So really excited to be here and um, back to you, Tron. Love it. Really, really awesome. I appreciate that introduction and kind of the mission behind what PoonDX is doing. Um, as Zach mentioned, uh, Tron is a layer one blockchain. Uh, we're one of the largest public blockchains in the entire world. I believe we're um, in the top 10 in terms of volume. Um, we are in we are the, the largest blockchain in stablecoin usage for Tether. Uh, so we have a lot of activity and utility regarding that. And we're really trying to push the boundaries and make um, finance more accessible to everyone in a uh, positive manner. So with that being said, let's uh, let's get into the Twitter space and let's have a good time. Um, so to start things off, uh, let's build some uh, common ground between PoonDX and Tron. I'd love to hear from the PoonDX team, whether it's Hakan, Zane, um, or Zach yourself, as to how the Tron network has been so useful to Poondi and what type of activity you guys are seeing, um, as you kind of alluded to at the end of your um, introduction. Sure, uh, Sam. So uh, let me kick off by saying that um, one of the reasons uh, we supported Tron is because, as you say, right, uh, Tron is the top 10 blockchain. And we realized that a lot of people are actually interested to use Tron because of two things. Uh, one is because the very fast finality that Tron provides. So for a user who goes to a shop, sometimes merchant would say, hey, you know, if you are not particular with any blockchain, sometimes or many times, the merchant actually say, why don't you use Tron? Because one is really, really fast. Once the merchant actually sells the crypto or receive crypto as a payment, immediately or almost instantaneously, people actually receive uh, the crypto. So this is one. The second one is that the cheap transaction cost is also a major, major factor. And throughout the different markets uh, that we see, and maybe Hakan can also allude a little bit more about Turkey, is that many people are actually there to acquire uh, different tokens, but we actually find a very special use case in Tron USDT. So when people actually want to buy stable coin, acquire stable coin through our physical exchange store, through our terminal expos, often than not, people actually say, hey, I want to get USDT and if preferably, I want to get it on Tron, uh, on Tron network. So this is a use case that we see that a lot. In fact, recently we actually saw an increase of 47% for transaction with USDT on Tron on Expos. Very recently, that is something that we are really glad about. So all the more, getting onto Tron Twitter space. So that is a very nice thing that we are seeing happening. Yeah. Love it. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, uh, thank you, Tron team, for having me here, to inviting me, actually. Uh, Zach uh, explained everything, uh, especially uh, the Tron side. You know, uh, people prefer the Tron network because, yes, it's very cheap and it's very fast. Uh, actually, in... 
in physical cryptocurrency exchange too, in in Turkey, in uh, in Middle East or Central Asia, uh, so many people are using uh, Tether uh, for money transfers, and uh, I can say that 95 percent of these uh, these people are using Tron network because it's very fast and it's very uh, it's very cheap. Love it. Thank you so much for that, Hakan. And then I believe uh, one of the merchants here, Zane, if, if you have something you'd like to speak um, on, we'd love to kind of get your input on everything and the use case behind Tron as well. Uh, hello there. Thanks for having me, Sam, uh, in this Twitter space. Uh, yes, uh, I'd been, uh, I mean, uh, whatever the Zach was saying uh, just minutes ago, it's true, like, people are mostly using Tron. I mean, the volume that we have encountered in last one year uh, doing the Xpos sales, uh, OTC transactions. So around 70% of our customers are using USDT on Tron network. There are very few who, uh, you know, using exchanges to transfer the money when they're using the exchange. The fees is almost similar for BNB, for Tron. ERC is a bit expensive, but BNB and Tron have similar fees when using exchanges. But when, you know, they are using non-custodial wallets, they're 90% of the time they are using uh, stablecoin on Tron network. So yes, that's a very remarkable feat for Tron as a blockchain also, that the very high percentage of people are using Tron uh, to transfer the money. So, yeah, that's actually true, and it's pretty amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Well, let's get into the history of Poondiex. I'm actually curious. Um, so, Zach, if you can kind of touch up on when Poondiex was founded, what did those early stages look like in those early days, and it, the name, too. I'm really curious as to how you guys thought of that. So I would love to hear get your input there. Sure, uh, Sam. So I think you started off with a very nice um, question, which is how we ended up calling ourselves Pundi X, right? So we are very active. Uh, I mean, we, we have our origin in Southeast Asia, in Singapore, in Indonesia. And the reason why our company is called Pundi X is that Pundi actually means wallet in a very, very old language in Southeast Asia. So in very old historical Javanese in the Malay archipelago in Southeast Asia, it actually means wallet. So we wanted to create a project which allows people to bank easily, to allow the unbanked, starting with Southeast Asia, of course, right now globally, as we know, to be able to bank through crypto, especially for the unbanked. Hence, we ended up calling ourselves Pundi X. And the X is really a meaning that is actually a Project X in the very beginning. We incubated the project and it grew up to become Pundi X. So the history brought us to 2017. We started the project in 2017. And for those that are OG long enough, um, you might recall that we did an ICO in 2017, end of 2017 and early 2018. And the reason why we really wanted to make PundiX successful is because we realized that as the growth crypto adoption worldwide, so many blockchain growing, so many tokens, project, successful project going, 
but there isn't enough, we feel, a focus on real adoption, in real-life adoption, whereby I can take, whether it's Bitcoin or Tron, to a store, a physical store in my real life, you know, to walk out of my house, to go to the convenience store right opposite my house and say, hey, you know, today I want to buy coffee, not using Singapore dollar, not using US dollar. I want to use a cryptocurrency that is being held in my wallet, whether it's custodial or non-custodial. We want that to be a possibility whereby crypto are not just living in the metaverse, the cyberspace, but in real life. So we set up doing that and it's been six years right now. And we have now grown to over 30 countries and there are many shops around the world that bears the brand name PundiX, but many more that do not bear the brand name PundiX, but are really using the PundiX solution, whereby when you go to a store, a shop to exchange your Forex currency, sometimes, often than not, they are using the PundiX solution. So really to get crypto to a adoption, real life uh, usage. And I think this is something that, of course, the audience find it useful, but I think it's even more useful for normal people that are not crypto native. For normal people that sometimes want to hedge their, their local fiat currency, to hedge their volatility of their local uh, foreign currency to, say, a, another crypto token, whether it's US dollar, Bitcoin, or even Tron. So I think that what we are working on has a even more significant meaning for regular folks on the streets, whereby it is their first time spending crypto or even it is their first time buying crypto to a Punyas exchange store like the ones that Hakan Zion is, is running. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's uh, yeah, I would actually uh, like to second Zach on uh, this note uh, that as a merchant, uh, when I joined Pundi X, uh, there is a small story behind it. When I first came to Turkey and I exchanged my crypto to uh, cash upfront, you know, that was the moment I thought I want to do this. So I approached uh, Hakan and you know, we started doing this thing. And since last year, actually, I have witnessed myself, like, people are very excited when they first get cash against their crypto, or the first time they are coming, and they're, you know, learning about crypto, because a lot of time, when people see a Pundi X store, when people see a Bitcoin sign out there, they just, you know, they just want to come there, they just want to talk to us, they want to learn more. So, in a kind, it have also given much more exposure to the people in real world, not only on the internet. So it's really, you know, a very impactful uh, feat that have been achieved by Pundi X in this time. So simply hands down. Definitely, definitely. Um, and before we proceed, everybody listening, thank you all for coming in and tuning in. Um, we are just getting started with the Twitter space if you just tuned in. Make sure to check the pinned tweet here. Um, it actually shows the brick-and-mortar store that PundiX helps to create all across the world. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to comment down below. Um, we'll be able to get to them and obviously give you guys a shout-out for stating the question. So please add a question there. There's a little number at the bottom right. The number right now is 5. Let's try to get that to 10 or 15. And make sure to like and retweet. 
this Twitter space so we get more people onboarded into Web3. Um, but uh, let's keep things moving. Uh, Zach, I believe you had something you wanted to say. Uh, I'd love to hear more about the process of building up one of these brick and mortar stores. And what's the activity that you guys are seeing into these stores? Uh, I mean, it's, it's probably really exciting because I'm looking at how it looks like on this pin tweet and it looks awesome. So I'd love to hear some insight there. Sure, Sam. So I think you mentioned it in a very nice way, a brick and mortar store. So when we mention exchange, we really mean the physical exchange part. And to share a little bit about how our master franchisee, our distributor, or even merchant onboard themselves. So we work with several master franchisee and through the master franchisee, we will actually target different countries around the world. So take, for example, for Turkey, Hakan is our 20X Turkey general manager and also master franchisee. And through that, we set up a lot of stores in different parts of Turkey and beyond in Hakan's case. So if you go to Istanbul, you visit Grand Bazaar, you will see several stores that we have. And if you go to other places, there'll be different, different stores, whether in places where there are a lot of tourists or places where there are a lot of locals. And one of the reasons why the merchants want to build this brick and mortar store are twofold. One is that sometimes they come from a traditional background of foreign exchange, whereby they have been used to doing foreign exchange fiat currency, exchanging Turkish lira to US dollar to Euro. And through the Pundiax physical exchange store, they realize that, hey, there's actually an even bigger opportunity exchanging crypto to crypto or crypto to fiat on-ramp, off-ramp. Hence, they come and approach us and say, hey, you know, we've seen Pundiax. You guys have been around for a long time. You guys are very compliant, legit. So we want to work with you. So this is user case number one. Another user case are people that are much more Web3. We have merchants that are much more Web3, which has been in the space for a while. So they are very familiar with the crypto space. They are also very familiar with blockchains like Tron. And they want to provide user and ability to buy and sell crypto, but also the ability to buy NFT, do metaverse stuff, all in a physical real life scenario. And because we want to be as agnostic as possible, so people can actually go to our store and say, hey, we have a custodial wallet, say from Coinbase, they are able to use it. But we really also encourage non-custodial wallets such as TronLink, Trust Wallet, etc. to be able to use on our solution. So really one thing for everyone. And really to make it even more simple, more 101, there are many instances whereby a person actually approaches our store and they will say, hey, I want to get crypto for the first time in my life. So it is actually not uncommon. In fact, it is quite common in some markets to see people approaching our store and say, hey, I heard so many things about crypto and I want to get it for my first time and I want to get it through you because you are a brick and mortar, you have been around, so I want to get it. And for those guys, you'll be surprised or rather not surprised that they don't even have a crypto app in their wallet. They just want to go in, 
get something physical and leave the shop. So in those instances, we are also able to provide solutions for them. Not in the form of a treasure and leisure, even though they can do that as well, in a form of a very slick and thin hardware wallet, what we call PX card. So for the PX card, it is so beautiful in the sense that the 24 key phrase is actually embedded on the card itself. You cannot retrieve the 24 key phrase, so you should keep your PX card very safely. And sometimes they will take two PX cards with them because then they can keep one in their safe and another one in their daily life. So they actually say, hey, you know, I want to get 100 USDT on Tron and I want to put it on this card that is like very thin like a business card. And with that, they actually take the card home and keep it safe in their, in their safe box. For those of us, it is not something that is common, but really many people in real life, real people want that kind of solution. And that is also one of the solutions that we provide. So really solution for crypto OG, but also solution for real people that is getting into crypto for the first time. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think you mentioned earlier something about how you have other shops or stores in the area that utilize a similar system um, where they can accept crypto and, and that's through Pundi. If uh, you can touch up on that and then maybe Hakan or Zan can also give their input there. I'd love to hear more about that. Um, hello. I would like to add something else. So uh, actually how the, how this idea became, uh, I established uh, all digital services in 2019. Uh, it, it was actually a, uh, a loyalty company. We provide a lo loyalty solution to the, uh, to B2B loyalty solutions integrated with Apple Wallet. So one of our one of our clients said, "I want to uh, can we uh, can we turn over this solution as a payment method?" Uh, actually, he said, uh, "Can you can you clone the Apple Pay?" So after that, after we established our digital services, five months later, uh, we integrated our system uh, with a. Uh, payment uh, payment service provider and it becomes a uh, first digital uh, payment method in Turkey and we won a award of the most you know, innovative product of that uh, of 2019. After that, one of my friends said, uh, "Why don't you integrate your uh, digital cards uh, uh, platform with the Pundex?" And I, when I first met with the Pundex, it was like 2020. Uh, uh, I checked the white paper, read the pap white paper, and you know it, it was uh, really interesting uh, making a crypto payments in physical points. So I, uh, we decided to become a, a distributor. Firstly, uh, we imported the Xbox devices uh, like in one month. Uh, but after that, when uh, when became a distributor, uh, our my first aim actually. Uh, deploy the exposed devices to the banks and to the fintech companies on the physical points and uh, meditate crypto payments. Uh, but uh, in 2021, uh, Central Bank in Turkey uh, banned crypto payments, uh, uh, crypto payments. Uh, but on the exchange side, there is, no, uh, there is no any regulation right now. So I saw lots of uh, physical cryptocurrency exchanges stores in, in Istanbul. There are hundreds of them. 
but you know, in the different brand names, they, they, there is no technology uh, behind that. Uh, uh, they, they, they are not, you know, uh, actually not regulated. They are, they are not compliant with the regulations on the uh, money authority side. So uh, we have talked with the Pundex team and created uh, Pundex physical physical cryptocurrency exchange model. Uh, after that, in two years, uh, right now in Turkey, we have four, 14 stores and it's, it's expanding so fastly. Uh, actually, Pundex or all digital services are not a crypto cryptocurrency service provider. We are not turning merchants cryptocurrency to fiat currency. Uh, merch, merchants' motivation to become a, a to become a, a Pundex merchant is actually, uh, you know, the brand, the system, uh, exposed devices, and the system behind the uh, Pundex. Because there is an accounting platform, web-based platform for the mer merchants. Uh, any any merchants can open ten stores. Uh, they can be have uh, like twenty employees, but they can. Uh, they can uh, report all the transaction in web in one web-based uh, panel, merchant panel. Uh, this is the this is the actually best side of the Pundex uh, and the system. Uh, but but on the compliance side uh, for KYC and report the suspicious transactions, uh, the mer merchants are actually uh, has to comply with the uh, money authority in Turkey. <clears throat> Uh, but it is easy, you know. It's it's very easy uh, 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 for the for the persons actually for the uh, customers who is doing uh, cryptocurrency exchange in physical points because it's very hard to open an account in a central exchange, you know, or to transfer the money to the central exchange and buying buying a cryptocurrency is really difficult. Uh, that that for the people who doesn't uh, buy a cryptocurrency before. So, but in physical points, you can go, you can, you can get educated by the Pundex merchants and you can create your, uh, uh, your, your, uh, your wallet and, you know, you can buy uh, USDT or any cryptocurrency in these points. Really awesome. And Zan, if you have anything you want to add in as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would like to second Hakan. Uh, as he said that merchants chose Pundi X, to, uh, you know, to be associated with them. The reason because of the compliance. So definitely, yes, when I say about myself, the reason I went and, uh, you know, reached out Pundi X what was because of this X post device where we could uh, accept the transaction we could send the transaction using the same expos which also prints out a receipt for a, every transaction that what is the dollar rate how much crypto was sold you know how much commission was charged how much service tax so it's very easy for me at the end of the day to file my taxes on behalf of the commission that i am earning so you know it's really you know, very simple doing this uh, cryptocurrency, selling digital assets. That is what basically I'm doing. If you ask me, I'm selling digital assets with the receipt that I can file my taxes with. So that's make the whole process very simple and very easy for doing business, you know, and for educating people also on the side. Secondly, when we talk about Turkey, 
Turkey is a very beautiful, very big country. You know, a lot of tourists are coming here every, oh, I mean, all 365 days of the year, tourism is present here. So there, there is a lot of foreigner influx, a lot of tourism influx. That is, you know, on the top, the cherry on the top for this business is. So that's what I think. And uh, I mean, we have been doing business since last one year with Pundi and uh, things have been pretty straightforward, very, you know, hassle-free when it comes to the commerce side. Awesome. I want, I want to add some, something else to the Zayn. Uh, actually, Zayn is maybe the, uh, the best merchant of uh, Pundi X in Turkey. Uh, so when we first met with uh, Zayn, uh actually he's from pakistan and now he has a he has a his work uh, he's working here and try uh, trying to get his work permit also uh we established a company to, uh, to zayn uh and he wanted to open a, a pundex physical crypto exchange in a shopping mall you know you are a foreigner uh in some country and uh, <laughs> You, you want to start a business, you establish a company, opening bank accounts, you know, it's, and, you know, renting a place in a shopping mall, it's, it's, very, it's very difficult. Really, it's very difficult. Uh, but uh, we, we completed all of them, uh, maybe uh, more than one year, Zayn uh, operating a physical cryptocurrency exchange uh, uh, on our own Pundiax brand. And I am I am very happy he is in the team. Uh, the other thing, uh, Turkey is really very have a very big uh, crypto adoption. There are more than 13 million foreigners living in Turkey, and uh, like students, businessmen, you know, lots of people. And uh, it's very difficult to transfer uh, uh, transfer uh, you know the, uh, their money from. Uh, from country A to B, and the uh, cryptocurrency actually USDT is mostly used on that you know money transfers and Tron network, and the, all of these guys are uh, choosing to uh, lots of them is choosing the physical points. I have been in El Salvador, you know it's it's very crypto adopted company uh, country sorry, uh, and there are you know the, the government achieve uh, solution ATMs or the pay payment solutions is everywhere. But the problem is, uh, if you are a foreigner, you cannot uh, onboard on Chiva wallet, you cannot make payments. But here, uh, with exposed devices, you can, you can everywhere you can make, you know, crypto, you can make a crypto exchange. And, you know, uh, it doesn't matter you are going with a custodial or non-custodial wallet solutions. That's awesome to hear. And I love how you tied that back into the usability and the volume in the Tron network. Now, we have Steven up here, who's also a member of the Tron DAO team. Um, Steven, if you have anything that you'd like to add or any questions as well, feel free to jump in. Yeah, thank you for, uh, for the intro, Sam. Uh, so many of you guys might actually know me. Uh, my name is Steve. I'm one of the community leads for, for Tron DAO. And it's been a great honor. Um, so having Zach here, I believe Pico is in the audience as well from the Poon DX team. Um, I have known Poon DX probably since about 20, 2017, 2018 days. And, you know, like Zach had mentioned earlier, I believe it's their six year anniversary, which it's just incredible. Um, but one of the things I wanted to touch on was uh, we mentioned the, 
the POS device, uh, the XPOS device. So this is the easiest way for people, like if you have your cryptocurrency and you have a card to just swipe. Uh, you know, when I first got into the industry a couple of years ago, it, you couldn't do that. Uh, you know, we're, we're almost 10 to 15 years into cryptocurrency as a whole, but the bridging of traditional web two to web three, this is a company that's, that's doing those things. Um, having my cryptocurrency in my, my custodial wallet, you kind of feel isolated. And how do you spend it? You know, now in 2023, there are a few other people that are coming out with just cards, but Pundi is providing that actual, you know, device. And hearing these merchants speak about, um, you know, like they mentioned the Shiva wallet, um, you know, for me being an international traveler, I don't have the, the ability, like in Brazil, they have a PIX uh, wallet. Uh, Chiva is the one in Turkey. There, there are these wallets that as an international traveler, you won't have access to. So having, you know, a XPOS device or an XPOS device that can take cryptocurrency from any type of wallet and you can just do business with the merchant, that to me is just, it's to see it happening in real time is, is incredible. Uh, yeah, I think just to add to Steve, you pinpoint something really pertinent, really critical in the industry, right? We are in our 10th year, 15 year in the crypto growth, and there are still not enough adoption or real life usage. We see a lot of people trading, we have a lot of people speculating, but not enough adoption. So we are really glad that we are doing this and also really happy that Tron is supporting this. And as we have alluded, Tron is actually one of our biggest user use blockchain, including USDT on Tron. And we have different use cases. And Hakan mentioned really well that, you know, Turkey has been really booming with over 15 million uh, foreigners and they are actively using Expo's Pundiac store. And another growth that we see are actually markets that are like Dubai and to some extent South Africa, whereby people are there to buy high ticket items, right? So they will go there to buy their nice cars, to buy their uh, gold dinner. And that is also a very interesting use case whereby a person step into a brick and mortar store and say, hey, I want to sell a crypto or I want to exchange a crypto to a gold dinar or buy a very nice item. That is also a use case that we are seeing growing. Countries are different. The demand are different. The compliance-wise are different. Some countries allow using crypto to buy items. Some do not, but some allow exchanging one crypto to another form of crypto or one crypto to a fiat currency. So we want to comply to the law and we are very happy that the Expo solution is able to serve different markets uh, differently. And the Expo system is being configured in such a way that the master franchisee are able to monitor three levels down. So you can actually give an Expo to your from a master franchisee to a master distributor and from the master distributor to another distributor. So third layer down the pyramid. And whenever the distributor does an exchange, both the master distributor and the master franchisee on top of the pyramid layer will be able to earn fees from those. So this is catered so that it is actually um, 
what we call um, deployable. It can actually go deployed to a huge market, huge partner base, and every time that partner does a transaction, a person above that layer and even another layer will be able to work, earn transaction fees from it. So very customizable, and I think that is also one reason why people choose us, yeah. Hello, um, this is Peko. Um, I'm also from Fundies. Uh, thank you for uh, Trump having us. And um, I want to add on to Zach that uh, another great thing is about Xpos is that um, when when people come over to, uh, for example, they sell their to USDT uh, to the merchant, and actually Xpos can verify whether this USDT is actually coming from a correct contract address because maybe uh, some people may use fake USDT to pay to the merchants uh, and then they walk away with money and real money, but the merchant may accept a fake USDT. As you know, in the crypto, crypto space, there are a lot of fake tokens. So one of the beauty of the blockchain technology is that the the, the the smart contract actually the token smart contract can verify so as when aspos uh, accept those token they won't uh, actually accept uh, the token they will tell the merchants that they didn't accept the payment so in this case the merchant may know that okay you are not actually pay the real USDT so I think this is also one of the uh, advantage that uh, the POS system can really help the merchants to verify uh, the file transactions.